moment. He's lashing out, saying that Vice President Pence did not stand up for Welcome everybody to What's the 411. This is the show that keeps you updated on today's and tomorrow's current events. So let's check out what's going on right now. of facts, not the fraudulent or inaccurate ones, which they were asked to personally certify. USA demands the truth. Of course, that is a false statement. Uh, the election results have been certified uh, repeatedly, but they've been held up by numerous courts, including by judges who were appointed by Republicans, including uh, judges who were appointed by President Trump himself. Uh, none of these allegations of fraud of, of abuse uh, in the counting of, of uh, the election results have been upheld. So um, this is where we are. The House and the Senate have both now adjourned for the time being while we see protesters here in Washington called to come here by President Trump who have broken into the Capitol building, broken windows, broken into push doors open, making their way freely through the Capitol. We don't know for what purpose uh, to express their strong disappointment, disapproval. But beyond that, we don't know. We know there have been, uh, there's been some violence. There were physical skirmishes. We did hear the protester who was interviewed by our Lisa Desjardins, our congressional correspondent. He did say to her that a, a policeman had fired rubber bullets. We don't know any, we don't have any information about that. Uh, but we do know that the uh, security, what security guards or security exists at the Capitol has been overwhelmed uh, by these hundreds, and it looks like even thousands of protesters who've come here from uh, different parts of the country, different parts of the United States, uh, in, in support of the president's uh, false uh, theory statement uh, that uh, the election was stolen. There's no evidence of that no evidence at all of that. Now, I'm told, see, I'm asking our producer, Sarah, just to tell me again what you just said. Okay, I'm told that the House has just now come back into session. We don't know what's going on there. We don't have a picture of the House just yet. But let's go back to our Amna Nawaz uh, correspondent who's out on the grounds of the Capitol watching all of this. Amna, from your perspective, what are you, what are you hearing and seeing? Now, Judy, well, the crowds out here only continue to grow. Everything you heard from Lisa inside, these crowds are attempting to do the same thing on this side. Just to bring everyone up to speed, about half an hour ago, vehicle barriers that had been set up about 100 yards away or so from the Capitol were first breached by a group of protesters. Capitol Hill police retreated a little bit more. 
then hundreds more protesters started to stream off this walkway in front of the Capitol. You can see those crowds now continuing to grow. And I have to tell you, people still arriving here at this location from every corner around that I can see. You now see people who have reached all the way up to the entrance of the Capitol on this side, on one set of stairs, on another Capitol Hill. Police have also retreated further back another 20 or 30 yards and the protesters continue to gain ground. It is a remarkable scene. It's a very, very strange scene to see people holding Trump flags and MAGA flags and don't tread on me flags and a number of other messages, waving those flags and chanting, stop the steal and USA on the steps of the US Capitol. It's unclear exactly what they intend to do. We know that there have been a few moments where everything seems to kind of ramp up. People make a run for some of the doors. They're stopped by a few members of the Capitol Police. Nothing has gotten violent yet. I say yet because I have to say over the last few minutes, tensions have really increased and it's very uneasy. It's very hard to see what's gonna happen next. But also it's very clear to see Capitol Hill police are gravely outnumbered. There's a very small presence here. There's a few cars parked along, along outside the Capitol barriers here as well. But the crowds continue to arrive unabated and they are streaming closer and closer up to the Capitol. What you see now is a massive crowd of Trump supporters that have taken over the steps of the Capitol. And it's unclear what, if anything, could move them. Now, occasionally we do hear these loud bang sounds. We believe those to be flashbangs, which police will sometimes deploy to try to break up a crowd or get them to disperse. They don't seem to be working. Uh, the crowds only get bigger and bigger. Mostly calm at the moment, but Judy, I have to say it's very uneasy. And every few minutes, someone else seems to make a run for the Capitol. Tensions seem to rise again. Someone else yells and the chanting begins again and again. It's very hard to see how a situation like this gets diffused. Judy? Very hard to see, Amna. We have learned in the last few minutes that uh, the mayor of the District of Columbia, uh, Mayor Muriel Bowser, has called for a curfew in Washington, D.C. to start at 6 o'clock tonight through 6 o'clock tomorrow morning. Uh, we are still, it's just a little after 2.30 in the afternoon Eastern time, so we're a little more than three hours away from that curfew. But that is an effort by the district government to clear the streets, uh, to, uh, I guess, to anticipate. We know that things can sometimes take a, take a, a worse turn after uh, sunset at dark. But so it does appear to be an effort by the leaders of the district uh, to, to calm things down. But at this point, that crowd, uh, from the looks of what Omna was describing, uh, the pictures we've been seeing, and certainly from the description we heard from Lisa Desjardins, what's going on inside the Capitol, people break, breaking glass, breaking in, coming in, streaming in through the doors, making their way through the Capitol. Uh, no sign of when or how that is going to calm down, how it, uh, how it comes to an end, what it is that they are asking uh, to have happen. Obviously, they want the results of the election overturned. They want, uh, as Pre President Trump has been calling for, he wants the results returned, in his words, to be returned to the states so that there would presumably be some sort of recounting or re-verification uh, that would lead to a completely different result. Uh, it, it, it requires a leap of the imagination to understand what that would look like. Um, and there's no indication at all that that's going to happen. There's no no one in any official position uh, who says that that could happen other than President Trump himself. His own vice president has said today that he will abide by the Constitution uh, in that his role today is simply to, uh, to recite 
what the results are from each state, uh, not to take part in the challenge. Even the Senate Majority Leader, Mitch McConnell, who has also been very loyal to this president, saying today it would, it would damage our democracy uh, forever, he said, if this Congress were to overturn the will of the American people, of the voters, of the courts, uh, of the states, uh, and take basically uh, the election into their own hands and decide uh, that, that, that this is what uh, should be. And, but that is exactly what President Trump is asking for. Uh, we're watching a remarkable scene outside the Capitol. We knew there would be protests today. We had no idea it was going to reach this level, that they would be climbing the walls, climbing uh, the perimeter of the Capitol, breaching the perimeter of the Capitol, going inside the building, breaking glass, and so on. Uh, it is true that we don't see uh, widespread acts of violence outside, but clearly there was violence for them to get into the building, and they have overwhelmed the security at the Capitol. Lisa Desjardins describing how the Capitol Police uh, made room for them to come in because they were simply outnumbered. There were not in, uh, anywhere near enough Capitol Police. I should also say that uh, it appears that Vice President Pence has been escorted away uh, to a safe place uh, from the Senate chamber, as has the Senate uh, President Pro Tem, uh, Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa, who would be the ranking Republican uh, presiding over the Senate if, uh, if uh, the vice president were not there. I'm, I believe what, what we're seeing in different reports is that the two of them uh, have, been, uh, have been safely taken away. What we don't know is what has happened to other members of the Senate, other members of the House. It does appear from this picture, live pictures of the Capitol, that these protesters are able to just freely move in and around the Capitol building. There doesn't seem to be anything stopping them, uh, at, le at least from this perspective, from this entrance uh, uh, of, of the Capitol. Uh, so we are continuing to watch what's happened. This has put a halt to the process that um, this day was supposed to be all about. It was a counting, a formal counting of the electoral vote from the 50 states and the District of Columbia. Uh, that count, was starting with Alabama, was going to end with Wyoming, uh, but it's been stopped. It stopped with Arizona when there was a, uh, an objection raised. Uh, there was a debate in the Senate, debate going on the floor of the House. Uh, let's go back. I believe I'm, that our Amna Nawaz there on the grounds has some reporting for us. Amna, can you hear me? Yes, Judy, I can. Yes, sorry, I'm still here. We're still outside the Capitol. It's still growing in numbers, this crowd. It's easily a few thousand people here now. And uh, just as you were saying before, Lisa was sharing about what she saw inside about the Capitol Hill police being overwhelmed. We've seen the same thing happen here again and again. As you said, it does remain largely calm. There haven't been real acts of violence, although I guess some would argue that some of the runs people have made, protesters have made, challenging, physically challenging Capitol Police to try to get to the doors, but they had to be stopped. Those were acts of violence as well. But people continue to stream, some of them very, very angry. We hear people screaming profanities at the Capitol. They're aiming those at the members of Congress and the people that they believe should not be counting these electoral votes. And Judy, everything we've been talking about in terms of the messaging, everything Yamish has been reporting about in terms of what the president has been saying or failing to say today, this is a message that resonates with people out here. 
They do not believe that Joe Biden won the election. They do believe this election was stolen. They're continuing to chant, you may be able to hear, USA, USA. And uh, it looks like the crowd is moving closer around us um, right now. Again, I'm not sure there have been a number of different protest groups across the city. And it looks like one of those large groups is making their way through here right now. Uh, But so far, Judy, I have to say, most people staying a little further back, you can't see sort of even with me and behind us, there are still many, many more people who have gathered here and are watching the protesters who have been streaming up to the Capitol trying to breach those entryways to get in on this side. And we're keeping an eye on it. I mean, it's, it's just, we can't say it enough. It is an extraordinary scene. This is not how this day usually unfolds. This is not a scene any of us have ever witnessed before. And yet, here we are. Hundreds of people have taken to the steps of the Capitol to try to and, stop yes, and the process that they believe has been stolen. Here we are. Uh, exactly right. And uh, as you say, Amna, unsettled, unpredictable. Uh, we don't know where this is headed. I, I do want to report that President Trump tweeted just about five minutes ago an appeal for calm. I'm just going to read his very brief tweet He said, please support our Capitol Police and law enforcement. They are truly on the side of our country. Stay peaceful, exclamation point. Um, Interesting, the president tweeted this since he was the one who who called for uh, his supporters and uh, to show up in Washington to protest uh, the results of the election. Lisa Desjardins, inside the Capitol to you. There you are. Lisa, can you hear me? I can see Lisa. I don't know if I can if we can hear her. They broke in the door, started streaming into the Capitol. Capitol Guard uh, 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 security made way for them. Lisa, are you there? There you go. Lisa, can you hear me? Can you hear us now? Go ahead. I do. I hear you, Judy. I am again on the third floor of the Capitol. And I will show you behind me, you can see, I think, some of the protesters. They're roaming the halls. This door next to me. This is the House Appropriations Committee meeting room. As you see, protesters are going in and out as they like. I am standing in a police, what is usually where police stand, but the police have left this area. Uh, And you can see protesters here, they're just sort of roaming through the hall here. Here is the scene from inside the US Capitol. Her picture is frozen for a minute. We're going to get back to Lisa just as soon as that stabilizes. There she is. On the other side of me, Judy, is the house chamber. This is the balcony of the house chamber. I 
short time ago witnessed some House members uh, being escorted out of the area. Oh, give me just a second, sir. I'll come talk to you. I'll, I'll, I'll speak to you in just a second, sir. Um, so I've also seen protesters access police uh, security areas where police equipment is. I haven't seen them take anything out. Uh, but I can hear that they're in Statuary Hall below me as well. This seems to be the, the farthest they've come inside the Capitol right now. Uh, but you can see there's no security. Um, and it's unclear to me um, how this situation resolves or ends. All across the Capitol, people are, are stationing in place. Uh, and I will probably do that shortly as well. I wanted to get viewers a sense of what it looks like inside their Capitol. Uh, looks like we've lost the signal from Lisa, at least for the moment, and we're hearing some sort of alarm go off. Uh, Lisa, if you're there, we'll stay with you. We do want you to stay safe. Um, Lisa, can you tell whether they've been able to get close to... Go ahead, Lisa. Yeah, Capitol Police are now on this floor. They are now working to secure this floor. Uh, they are protesters that go on the ground. I'm yeah, we're gonna we're gonna I have my press we're gonna, and I, she's being asked. The police now behind me. All right. We're hearing shouts in the background. Lisa, we want you to stay safe. We're gonna come away for just a moment until we can understand a little more about what's going on trying to understand whether they've been able to get into the House chambers. And of course, knowing whether the mem Go ahead, Lisa. Go ahead, Lisa. The police have told me to stay down, and that's what I'm doing. Uh, and I also don't want to show video. This area of the Capitol is an area that is usually prohibited from showing video. That's why I've been selected and shooting video. Not that the Capitol is operating under any sort of rules at the moment. I want to try and be respectful while reporting this extraordinary moment in American history. The police do seem, the police have gained control for the moment of this quarter of the Capitol. I no longer hear protesters chanting beneath me in Statuary Hall, where they have been, but I do hear shouting as police seem to one by one be taking down the protesters, telling them to get on the ground, trying to control the situation. All right, Remember Lisa, me. we're going to let you get to a safe Thank place you. Thank you, sir. and uh, Thank you while the police attempt to clear the protesters out. And we'll come back to you as soon as we can. We see police armed. We saw an armed law enforcement officer there. We know there are others. So they are trying to, they are trying to, uh, trying to restore some peace. I don't know if you're still with me, Go ahead. but they are, they are evacuating the people who are still in the chamber. I am in a crowd with members of Congress and fellow journalists who are evacuating at this point. Uh, that portion of the Capitol is under control. I don't have a view on the rest of it at this time. You see that members have been given gas masks. They are wearing perhaps the tear gas or just out of caution. Uh, Yes, I see Hank Johnson. This is a, a large number of members of Congress that I'm walking out the door with now. I just can't tell you. Um, everyone is being calm. Everyone seems in control. But I think when we look back on this, it will be hard to believe 
the actions that we are being forced to take right now. Yeah, hard hard to believe we want you to stay safe while you're coming down the stairs lisa we do see house members we saw one as you said with the gas mask on uh, as you described it and we're watching other members trying to get to a place of safety while the police try to evacuate appear apparently trying to evacuate these protesters who are trying to who are uh, moving into and in taking over some parts of the capitol Lisa, yeah, Judy, they, they are now. They are now. Go ahead. Sorry, they're moving us into. They're like they're moving us into a basement. Um, I'm not sure what the ultimate destination is here. Um, some kind of secure space uh, in the center, underground of the Capitol at this point. So I, I don't know if my signal will will stay up, but I will try and keep in touch with you guys as much as I can. Um, I have to take out. This is probably the safest place I can be. I'm with members of Congress and Capitol Police officers. Hello, I'm Congressman. Well, more than anything, we want you to stay safe. And of course, we want all the, uh, you know, everyone there to stay safe, as safe as possible. It looks like Lisa's now been been uh, required, been forced to move to another, another location. We are, um, this is our eyes and ears at the Capitol. Lisa Desjardins had been reporting on the debate inside the Senate and the House, is now uh, joining members of Congress in evacuating uh, the Capitol, uh, ordered by police to leave so that they can try to get the protesters out of the building. Apparently, that's what we believe is going on. Uh, Lisa's keeping that camera with her. That's what's giving us access to uh, what you see in the underground, or at least in the lower floor, lower levels of the Capitol. But you see people moving quickly. Um, and we did see uniformed um, officers earlier armed. Uh, as they were shouting and attempting to get the protesters to move. Um, unprecedented, uh, historic, uh, I think, you know, when we, when we think about the United States Capitol, we think about the debates that go on in the committee rooms and on the floor. Okay. This is not what we are used to seeing at the United States Capitol. Uh, but here we are, January the 6th, 2021. We have a president protesting an election result and um, and his millions of followers, thousands of whom have shown up in Washington today to breach the U.S. Capitol, to go inside to, um, to what end, we're not clear, other than that they want a different result. Uh, officers to the Capitol to try to restore peace there. Uh, they, that is happening right now. And also, we are told that a protester is in the well of the House of Representatives at the Speaker's lectern, I believe it is. There's a protester, in other words, or protesters inside the House chamber. Normally, this is a very restricted area. Only members of Congress are allowed to go there uh, for obvious reasons so the government can function. 
uh, and for safety reasons. So um, we've gone way well beyond that. Protesters inside the building, not only inside the Capitol building, but inside the chamber. Let's go back uh, quickly now to the White House, uh, where President Trump has a few minutes ago, Yamish, tweeted to people to stay calm, to respect the police. And yet uh, this is a protest that he himself uh, has called for. Yamish, are you there? Sorry, I'm, I didn't hear you, Judy. Essentially, yes, we are seeing the really the consequences of the president of the United States lying and telling millions and millions of Americans that an election was stolen from him. If this was happening in any other country, critics say, we would call this a coup. We would call this an attempt to take over the government. That protester said we, he was thinking about 1776 when he told Lisa that he broke into the Capitol. And the president now is saying, support our police, support the Capitol Police. But it, it really is obvious here that the president um, had been urged by fellow Republicans at times to condemn violence, to condemn people gathering today in, in Washington, D.C., and he chose not to do that. Instead, he chose to give an hour-long um, speech, more than an hour-long speech, saying, again, false claims and really getting people riled up, getting people angrier and angrier. And as a result, you saw this now burst into the Capitol. Um, the images that we're seeing today with armed guards, with, with officers with their guns drawn in the U.S. Capitol, um, it is a result directly of the president of the United States telling Americans things that simply are not true. It was a disinformation campaign headquartered at the White House. Right now, we don't see any other White House officials coming to cameras to say, urging calm, to say something about what they want to see next. Other, all we see right now is the president tweeting. Um, but this is really a, a situation that, of course, is unprecedented. This is a situation that also goes directly to President Trump and all of the things that fellow Republicans were telling him to stop doing, including, of course, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, who gave that speech today saying that it would simply be harmful to our democracy if we overthrew this election. That's right, uh, Yamish. Uh, a number of leading Republicans uh, disagreeing with what the president's doing, but that is after, we should say, after weeks and months of supporting uh, the president's uh, belief in these conspiracy theories, not standing up uh, to the president, many of them. Lisa Desjardins, I think, are you at a place where we can go back to you inside the Capitol? Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm now making my way. This is the underground tunnel that connects the U.S. Capitol to office buildings. Uh, this is where the, there's actually usually an underground train carrying members, which is not operating now. You see, uh, I am with, I think, most of the members of Congress, I expect, have been evacuated from the House chamber. There was a large group, as you saw, that I was walking out with. Um, you know, I have to tell you, there is some anxiety in this group. I saw uh, some tears. I, I gave a hug to someone who was looking a little fearful. I also spoke to Representative Norma Torres of California. I said, how are you? I know you're telling people you're safe. I said, what do you think of how far out of the realm of reality does this feel like for you? She turned to me, Judy, and she said, I came to this country from Guatemala, a third world country. I came here to get away from this kind of threat to government. And she just shook her head. You know, I think right now the Capitol Police do seem to be bit by bit trying to tackle goals, the first of which clearly was to get members of Congress and people inside the Capitol to safety. And it looks like that is happening now. Lisa, have you seen any members who are embracing these protesters, supporting them? Because we know a number of them are supporting the idea of objecting to the yeah. electoral results. You know, I am looking 
I do not see any members who I know to be objectors in this crowd. I did speak earlier today to uh, Representative Joe Wilson of South Carolina. This was after the first building, after the first place. <laughs> it's a little loud right now because uh, people are being told where they're supposed to go and where they can go. Uh, but Representative Wilson is one of the objectors and, I, and this was when one of the buildings had been breached. And I said, had you heard about this? What do you think about this? And he told me he just hadn't heard about it yet. He had, he had no comment on it at all. But I am very eager to hear what members of Congress uh, supporting the objections say about this. Obviously, none of them want violence. None of them want this speech to have happened. Uh, but it has. Yeah, it'll be very interesting to see what their reaction is, whether they are embracing what these protesters are doing or whether they're going to speak up and say they've gone too far. Uh, because essentially their actions are what has, has brought these protesters to Washington and to the Capitol. So uh, it will be interesting to see the explanations uh, that we hear. But what the protesters have done is they've managed to put a halt to what was supposed to be the constitutional uh, requirement that the Congress of the United States uh, count the electoral votes, uh, one more step on the way to uh, certifying uh, that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris will become president and vice president on the, the day of inauguration. It's, it was one, it, historically, this has been a, a reasonably routine day. There have been objections raised at different points, but it's never gone this far uh, in American history uh, uh, where you've had protesters come in and actually break into the Capitol uh, to express their strong, strong views. Lisa, we are seeing uh, history being yeah. made. We are. And I think now what you've seen is members have been escorted back to their offices. I'm with a few of my fellow members of the press corps here. We've all been escorted out. Uh, we're just trying to find a place to work at this point. Uh, right now, it's this elevator bank uh, between the Longworth and Cannon office buildings. Uh, underground, there's no sign of protesters here. Welcome everybody to What's the 411. This is the show that keeps you updated on today's and tomorrow's current events. So let's check out what's going on right now. is made safe. Um, and Lisa, as far as we know, they haven't even been able to move on past the state of Arizona. So they've got 
another 47 states to go, plus the District of Columbia. That's right. We, we were expecting today something like 12 hours devoted to uh, the electoral process and to finishing the 2020 election. Right now, it is unclear that that could possibly continue today. I'd be very surprised if it can continue anytime soon. Obviously, with those pictures, it's very helpful for me to see the pictures that you're showing of the front steps, because here inside the Capitol, we're very blind as to how many protesters we're talking about, uh, where are they, are they still in the Capitol steps? So um, that's very good information for me and for those of us here to see that the protesters are still there and 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 still, I, I'm assuming, perhaps threatening or able to get into the Capitol in some form. Uh, so this tells me that there's a very long timeline ahead before bringing back this electoral process. I want to also say a quick word. Can I take a picture of your hand, please? Take a picture of me with the Where, where is, what, what area? We were in like a speaker chamber of some kind. Oh, so it was inside. It was inside. We were all the way in, and we had smashed out the windows with flagpoles, and we were pushing the door. They started screaming, "Get back!" And then lined the, the room with their guns pointed. She was the first one through the window, and when I went to move, they stopped. They had shot her. They shot a girl in there. Yeah, in What's the neck. She, I don't know if she's dead or alive. What's your name? Thomas. Thomas. Brent. Where are you um, from? New Jersey. I came down here because, not, not necessarily because I thought the whole thing is fraudulent, but I don't know. Someone should look into it. And the fact that they won't even do that. No, we and are. Now they're shooting people. I don't want The fact they won't do it proves you that's fraudulent. I don't want anything. Well, we, we need to wait. Me. They just killed, maybe killed someone. I don't know if she's dead. Right, right, right. I'm gonna. I'm reaching out to my contacts to see if anything happened inside. We can't confirm. Obviously, we're outside with you guys. That's where all that blood was. You have a video. Where's the video? I've seen all the blood trailing out. I don't. Don't everyone look at it. I don't know if she's alive. That's her on the ground, covered in blood. That's her. She got shot in the neck. Can you air? Can you send that to me, please? Oh, that is That's chamber. inside the chamber. That was the secret chamber. It's almost like you guys are reporters. Well, yeah. no, no. I appreciate you bringing them down here. Do you mind right, sending that to me? Get to the reporters. I don't know. I don't know who she is or what. No, that's okay. We can confirm those details, but I just need the video in order to be able to do that. I've been taking videos all day of this going through. Can you please send me that? Okay. See if there's anybody else. I'll send it to you. Please. 202-805-1712. You're not with anybody? I came here with a few other people, but we got separated as we rushed the building. It hasn't come through just yet. My cell signal's been weird with so many people. It, I'll get it to you eventually. Wow. 
Here, let me get your phone number. It was Tom. What's your phone number? This needs to be out there because this, this can't represent me or my children. What's your last name, Tom? Or Annie. How do you spell? Uh huh. Uh huh. Thank you. Just yeah. make sure that people know. Here, I'm going to record it as it's on your phone from my phone so that we have a record of it just in case it comes through. Uh, okay. Oh, I can't see anything. Can we? Do you mind if I hold this? Oh, I think that I have to start it from the top. Oh, there. We go. Do you mind hitting? I can't hold it and hold hit the button. And then let me. Tell me when. Uh, when. It didn't show her. I couldn't see her at the beginning. It's hard, it's hard to see there. It's stopping. Right. Oh, is your light down on your phone? Is that maybe it? It might be all the way up. Yeah, it's all the way up. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. It was, we were surrounded by people. Oh, look, when I do this, it's like a picture of us. That's crazy. Okay. Oh, there we go. Can you hit the... Can you hit the camera button on my phone? On my phone. Got it. Uh-huh. And then here, let me go to video. I'm getting calls from oh, gosh. all sorts of news now. Oh, if you hold it in that position, I can actually record the video. Yeah, I got it. Okay, let's like this. Uh, turn it. Oh my goodness. This is uh yeah, this is what happens, I guess, huh? You're a reporter, you would yeah. so people are trying to get the video now. Yeah, let's it's going to keep doing this as people keep Oh my gosh. Uh, it'll get to you. Okay, hold on. Let me just get an interview with him for what you saw. Can I talk to you? Can you just start with your first and last name and where you're from? Yeah, I'm Thomas Barani from New Jersey. Can you show us your hand? Yeah. How did you get that on your hand? Well, we had uh, stormed into the, the chambers inside, and there was a young lady who rushed through the windows. A number of police and Secret Service were saying, get back, get down, get out of the way. She didn't heed the call, and as we kind of raced up to grab people and pull them back, they shot her in the neck, and she fell back on me and started saying she was fine, it's cool. And then she started kind of like moving weird, and blood was coming out of her mouth and neck and nose, and I don't know if she's alive or dead anymore. And how did you get back out of the building? Uh, riot. Riot police came in and started ushering us out with their, their sticks. Where stuff. did you enter the building and where did you exit? Other side with the scaffolding. We tore through the scaffolding through flashbangs and tear gas and blitzed our way in through all the chambers, just trying to get, get into Congress or whoever we could get into and tell them that we need some kind of investigation into this. And what ends up happening is someone might have ended up dead. And that's not the kind of government we can have. People have to do something about it. I can't. If you need any help at all, EMS is right there. I'm not injured. I was, it could have been me, but she went in first. It please, was one please. of us. Thank you for telling us your story. Yeah. Just make sure people know because this, this cannot stand anymore. This is wrong. They don't represent anyone. Now Republican, Democrat, Independent, nobody. And now they'll just, they'll kill people. Who are you saying will kill people? Who, I, I don't, police. 
congressmen and women, they don't care. I mean, they think we're a joke. $2,000 checks was a joke to them. You know, there's people filming us, laughing at us as we march down the street at the, uh, the Department of Justice. There's a man in the window laughing at us, filming us. And here, it was a joke to them until we got inside and then all of a sudden guns came out. But I mean, we're, we're at a point now, it can't be allowed to stand. We have to do something. People have to do something because this could be you or your kids. Thank you, Tom. Hello? Oh, lovely. Oh, great. Go inside. Go inside. Oh, my God. That's why. Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Somehow my is on digital. Welcome everybody to What's the 411? This is the show that keeps you updated on today's and tomorrow's current events. So let's check out what's going on right now. It's about to die anyway.
the other and uh, are being pursued by uh, security and asked to leave. And uh, uh, we now know, as we say, and I'll repeat it, that it is confirmed that someone was shot. Kevin McCarthy, the Senate uh, Republican leader, I'm sorry, the House Republican leader saying, yes, someone was shot. And our own information at the news hour, someone was shot in the chest. And another report uh, that uh, it was uh, that CPR is being uh, is being administered. Um, I should say that President Trump has tweeted again after all this, uh, again urging calm. I don't have the the text of exactly uh, here it is. This is another tweet from the president just in the last minute or so. Um, the president asked, "Quote everyone at the Capitol to quote remain peaceful. Quote no violence!" Exclamation point. Remember we are the party of law and order, end quote. And again, these are supporters of the president who are um, behind what you're seeing in all these pictures. And, um, and this is the president asking his own people uh, to be calm. Lisa Desjardins uh, at Yes, Union Station, you want to walk that way. All right, and Massachusetts, Massachusetts Avenue. Warner just tweeted out that he's safe.
they just confirmed that shots had been fired inside of the Capitol building. Oh my gosh. Hi there.
Any chance you have a portable phone charger I can borrow for a couple of minutes? I literally just borrowed somebody else's. I'm sorry. All right. Yeah. Oh, I'm standing. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is what's the 411. And this is breaking news. Breaking news, what's the 411? Been having some difficulties with my mic. I guess it's the first time it's come on. But um, as you guys see, breaking news, man, it's um Trump protesters. Broke into the Capitol building with 55 minutes in. You guys are going to have to get the uh, check out the replay to see what happened earlier and different comments being made. Uh, it was been mentioned that someone, maybe a couple of people have got shot inside. And uh, one of my things is where's the uh, the tanks and the police now? Right. Where's all the attacks? You know, when the, when the uh, Black Lives Matter protesting was going on. Yeah, I know how that went down, right? So it's kind of interesting how things are going down right now. And um, you don't see certain things happening compared to other incidents, right? So again, this is breaking news. This is what's the 411. Trump supporters, Trump protesters broke into the Capitol building. So um, and then it was understood that uh, a couple of people were shot. All right. You guys will have to be uh, playing this back later on. Looks like something's about to go down there a little bit on the live. But um, we wanted to definitely document this just in case. Video or comments or anything like that gets edited later on we want to make sure we get the raw footage for you guys all right just in case you know how things go down the road when people start editing things out and you get it looks like they are getting some people out of there now as you guys can see so um yeah we're tapping into w u w usa 9 and periodically uh the pbs news hour we're going to tap into both of them and see what's popping. All right. So, um, again, this is what's the 411, man. We're going to keep it going and see what's going on here. All right.
Much respect, my man Torin. Yes, indeed, the raw reporter. Documenting everything as it goes down. We're tapping in. We're tapping into WUSA 9 and we're tapping into the PBS News Hour. Yes, we're getting it all raw. We're tapping in to the news outlets live, making sure we document just in case things get turned a different way. All right. Again, this is What's the 411. We appreciate y'all watching us live. So let's keep on. Uh, let's take a look and see what else is going on here. Let's tap back in. I'm not hearing anything but Nora. Hey, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight.
Hey, Chris. Chris? Chris? Hi. Okay, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, just, just let, let the picture tell the story. Just walk and talk. Is, let, it, let Mike, you know, <laughs> is it on now? Hi, if you guys are watching online right now, we are on the north side of the Capitol where you can see a lot is happening. I'm going to let you guys just look for yourself. So we've been here for about the past 45 minutes and we have seen people um, scale the side of the north side of the Capitol here, climbing up onto the balcony. You can see someone is doing that right now. Someone has tied off yellow ropes and you can see threw them over. And now you can see a man trying to get up there's been a lot happening. You can see if we pan over here, police have now blocked this door several times over the last 45 minutes. You can hear some boos happening right now. There's a man with a megaphone standing in front of the police, talking to the large crowd of supporters that have made their way up there onto that balcony. And they're all standing in front of a door. They have pushed open somehow. We're not close enough to see exactly how they got it open, but broke open that door several times you could hear the security alarm um you know like the fire alarm letting people know that that door was open it appears that police were on the other side of that door because they kept getting pushed back and now those officers have made their way through the doors and are now blocking off that door from the outside and the, the crowd just continues to grow larger we're seeing a large crowd and then it down a little bit and now we're seeing a large crowd yet again and it is important to note, too, that people are scaling the side of the building, but they can also walk. If you want to over here, there are stairs that go up there as well. And there's been a stream of people making their way up there over the last 30, 40 minutes or so that we've been here. And the supporters that are around this area, people are really proud of what's happening. Calling their loved ones saying, hey, you're seeing the storm. And it's proud of what's happening and then going up there themselves. Um, we've seen some people enjoying it. I'll let you guys take a look for a minute and see exactly what all is going on. I also want to add, we're seeing a lot of flags from different states. There's a really flag right there. Uh, we're still here. So people from all across the country that have made it here to the Capitol, we know we saw them on the front. Oh, we didn't get up the have attempted and succeeded several times in breaking open the door and at least a few supporters and getting it on this In the town that is over here, on the outside, is nothing as to what is on the They've been chanting stop the steal. They're chanting something right now as well. Um, can't exactly tell what this is. Made it in. Chanting, let us in now. 
the chance of lead arsenic are coming from the north side of the council right now where pro-Trump supporters have successfully made their way and not sure how many people do on each time, but we've had several times that the door would get pushed open and supporters would make their way in a little bit and then get pushed back out. And then now we have up a little bit on the wall you see her the guy in the red standing on someone's shoulders or standing on a ledge above the crowd there yeah you can see this supporter here it's hard to see with so many trump flags um, is above everybody else there um, looks set for a moment. He looked like he was going to climb upwards a little bit and then was just kind of stayed there, but definitely above the crowd, standing on the ledge or something. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, you are watching What's the 411, and we are live tapping into WUSA 9, and periodically we're going to tap into PBS News Hour, but right now we're checking out. WUSA 9. And yes, indeed, this is breaking news. The Trump protesters have broken into the Capitol building. And uh, a lot of people have been commenting on uh, both sides of that uh, that fence there. All right. So we're going to keep it live and keep it rolling for a little while. Definitely documenting what's going on in real time, just in case things get twisted later on. And you know what I'm talking about. You know how things get edited to make to, to make things look a certain way later on. So we're going to make sure we catch this raw. And um, again, you're checking out what's the 411. We thank you guys for watching. We're going to stay on live. All right. Right back. 
Welcome everybody to What's the 411. This is the show that keeps you updated on today's and tomorrow's current events. So let's check out what's going on right now. Yes, indeed. This is What's the 411 and we're still live. We're documenting this situation. Trump supporters, protesters breaking into the Capitol building causing a bunch of ruckus here and we got a lot of people commenting on the show on the uh events that's taking place in real time so we're going to tap back into wusa and see what they're talking about see what's going on and uh, we thank you guys for continuing watching what's the 411 
of course, breached the Capitol, and now they are attempting to breach the north side of the Capitol Lawn, where we are at now. Um, we see people scale the balcony to get up there, and then they have been trying to get in through the doors there, but security doing a good job not allowing anybody in. Uh, we've heard people chant Stop the Steal and USA as well. And again, there is a curfew in effect by DC Mayor Bowser here in DC that begins at six o'clock. Hearing from a lot of supporters, Trump supporters that are here today that they plan to frankly ignore that curfew and they are going to continue with their plans. You can see people standing up here on top of that ledge here on the balcony. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching. What's the 411? We're going to continue keeping this live. As you see breaking news, Trump supporters slash protesters broke into the Capitol building. They broke into one side of the Capitol building. All right. They broke into one side of the Capitol building. And now it looks like they might be trying to get into another part of the Capitol building. My question is, where's the tanks and where's the police and all of that, right? Just like with the um, Black Lives Matter situation, where's the people getting knocked down, dragged out and all of that? I mean, there's been a few uh, people shot, to my understanding, and um, a lot going on right now. So we're going to see what happens when uh, it's time for Biden to get uh, inaugurated. You know what I mean? So you're, again, you're watching What's the 411. Let's take a look back to the live footage. We're tapping into WUSA 9 as well as PBS NewsHour. Let's take a look. And then people are scaling the side of the building as well. And we've been seeing people scale the building, and it's important to add to that there are stairs probably 25 yards away. They would have to scale the building. Um, there are stairs. Sure. Um, My man just slid down on the ropes. I hope his hands ain't burning. <laughs> I hope he has some gloves on. Behind them is hearing flashes 
right now as well happening up there and lots of sprays being sprayed up there um, as you guys can see the yellow spray what it looks like a clear cut very nice up there and then hearing seeing a spray or some sort of something going on up there as well right now too and again those officers where that flash has happened they're standing in front of the pool and that have made their way through that door several times until those officers came into it on the south side um, some time ago. They moved up um, and they I think this is the second flash now. They have since the happening on the other side. Hearing flashes, hey, sorry. hearing a flash from the other side sounds like broken windows. And we're seeing bottles or something being thrown. Sounds like something's breaking. Hard to see. And I'm seeing some sort of smoke or spray going off. To the left. So over here, we're going to pan to, that's where we're hearing a lot of flashes, um, banging, something's going on over there. It sounded like something was breaking. Can't see exactly what is going on up there. I can just see. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you are watching live breaking news. Trump supporters have broken into the Capitol building. They've broken into one side and it looks like they might be trying to get into another side of the building as well. We're going to continue staying live, tapping into WUSA 9. Let's take a look. They may be trying to get back in through the door that those officers were standing in front of. They just got the skirmish with a few minutes ago. Yeah, it looks like they made their way back into that door. Again, this is a door on the north side of the Capitol. Flags are blocking. There's so many Trump flags, it's hard to see, but it looks like they're making their way into the door right now. Yep, I'm seeing people walk into the doors of the Capitol on the north side again. Walking in right now. Officers were there seconds ago. Um, they moved outside and now security on the outside. Trump are now chanting USA. Chanting USA as they continue to make their way and storm into the north side of the Capitol. Hard to see what's happening. There's so many flags that it's hard to see exactly what's going on inside the Capitol right now that they have just made their way into. I'm not seeing flags moving, so I don't think there's a lot of people making their way in. I can see a few heads that have made their way inside the top of the street. It's hard to see so many flags. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you're just tuning in to Norwood Media Vision, this is What's the 411? And as you see, breaking news, Trump supporters slash protesters have broken into the uh, Capitol building. They've broken into one side of the building, and it looks like they have now broken into another part of the Capitol building. So we're going to tap into WUSA 9, and sometimes we'll, we'll tap into the uh, PBS News Hour. So let's take a look. You can also hear what I assume is the fire alarm, um, the alarm that the doors have opened. Hearing more flashes, can't see what it is. There's also people scaling the side of the building as well, uh, making their way. Some people are making their way up right now. People are scaling the side of the Capitol balcony as others are making their way. Oh, see a fog coming out the top, coming through the door. Um, there is fog coming out of the door of the Capitol, and that is moving some of the supporters out, covering their face. Um, a lot of people covering their faces. That's a fog that is going off of the Capitol door. We are here on the north side of the Capitol where you can see that fog. Supporters are moving away from the area, turning away from it putting their masks on, and they're now walking back in through the doors. That fog went off, moved people back. They're now making their way back into the Capitol door. They just opened the door. You can see they're making their way back in. Fog just fogged again when they opened the door. And as they're getting fogged and trying to re-enter the Capitol, they're chanting USA. Thank you. 
Yes, indeed. This is What's the 411, ladies and gentlemen. And we're tapping into WUSA News. And right now, we're going to tap into the Euro News real quick. Let's see what's going on with them. All right. Let's see what's going on with the Euro News real quick. Thank <laughs> you. 
I know someone who's experienced drug gas before, that is what happens. So we've pulled a little further away to remain safe. But that crowd is still very much engaged in a confrontation with BC Capitol Police. Fritz, I'm not sure if you can pan a little bit that way. Judy, I want to show you, there's still a significant contingent of people on that center stairwell, but even that has thinned out just a bit. So if I were to update people on sort of what's been happening out here, there's definitely fewer protesters, maybe because of the cold, the tear gas also contributed a little bit, but people are by and large starting to leave some of this location. You'll see some folks walking around behind us as well. There's now many more heavily armed guards, um, law enforcement officials, some who we saw with emergency response uh, vests on, who have taken up a position outside the perimeter and seem to be part of that line now holding people back. There's a handful of DC Capitol Police who have been here from the beginning who are still in those same positions. But again, fewer protesters now engaged in direct confrontation, now down to sort of a smaller hardcore contingent that remain screaming and yelling and waving flags and chanting in that confrontation with law enforcement. We have not yet seen any significant arrival of National Guard troops or any other reinforcement troops we're hearing sirens and we see cars pull up every now and again. But I have to tell you from here, Judy, we haven't seen a significant increase in that kind of heavier law enforcement or official presence. We'll let you know as we do, but maybe they're hoping that sort of over time as the cold overtakes people and the tear gas is deployed, that the crowd will continue to thin out a little bit more. Tensions seem to have gone down just a little bit, but we'll come back to you as we know more, Judy. All right. Amna, thank you from outside the Capitol. And now to Joe Biden speaking to the press in Wilmington, Delaware. Watching. I've been watching. At this hour, our democracy is under unprecedented assault. Unlike anything we've seen in modern times, 
an assault on the Citadel of Liberty, the Capitol itself, an assault on the people's representatives and the Capitol Hill police sworn to protect them and the public servants who work at the heart of our republic, an assault on the rule of law like few times we've ever seen it. An assault on most. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to tap into WUSA9 and let's see what's going on from their perspective. I want to tap into them real quick. This is What's the 411. We appreciate y'all watching. Let's tap into them right now. See what's going on. Waving their arms 
I'm not sure what the mission is. It seems to be encouraged him to come on. Ladies and gentlemen, you are watching What's the 411? And as you see on the screens, breaking news, Trump supporters slash protesters have broken to the Capitol building. We're documenting this so that in case things get changed down the road with editing, you would definitely have it here with the raw footage so you guys will know what's going on. We're tapping into WUSA right now, WUSA 9. And um, yeah, let's check out the footage. All right. Again, this is What's the 411? And we're live checking out breaking news. Trump supporters slash protesters breaking into the Capitol building. They broke into one side of the building and it looks like now they're trying to get into another part of the building. All right. This is What's the 411? And we're going to continue holding it live until things change. All right. So still so. Stick with us and uh, we'll be right back. Welcome everybody to What's the 411? This is the show that keeps you updated on today's and tomorrow's current events. So let's check out what's going on right now. Yes, indeed, everybody. This is What's the 411, and you're watching Breaking News live. We're tapping into WUSA 9, Breaking News, where Trump supporters slash protesters broke into the Capitol building. And um, looks like they got in one end, and they're trying to get into another end, all right? So keep on watching. We're going to keep it alive for a little while longer, all right? Walking out of the side door, 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 walking out
there's some flashes. Um, can't say exactly what is happening. Um, it's just more of a local office of the right now, on the front of the Capitol Hill. And then we can also see reporters waving to try and encourage people to continue to go in. Can't see how many roads are followed They've walked out.
crowd was fucking just really going down. And he could keep them out here. But when he looked at how dressed they
All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's tap into PBS News Hour real quick and let's just see where they're at, what they're talking about. Let's just see here. All righty. Let's see here. Looks like they're on the freeze. We're going to tap back into uh, WUSA. Looks like they got their video feed back together. All right. We definitely thank you all for checking out What's the 411. So let's tap back in. What's going on there? And it looks like they might have their sound off. So, But you're getting um live view at the Capitol building. And then they just shut their uh, video feed down. All right, there we go. So they're back. They're tapping back into WUSA 9. And uh, there you go. You're seeing what's going down right now. All right. So we're going to keep it live and tuned in. Right now, with officers at the door 
to the Capitol, and we have seen hundreds of officers and over the last hour they've been attempting to bust into the Capitol building pushing
All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's tap into and let's see if they're uh, available. We're going to try something else here real quick. Let me see what's going on here. Really quick, ladies and gents. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Appreciate y'all guys coming in, as you see on the screen. All right, now we back on. All righty. Let's see if we can tap in real quick to what's going on. But as you now know, there's been uh, protesters, Trump supporters, breaking into the Capitol building and it's looking like it's starting to fizzle out, but not without any particular damage. So we're gonna go over to we're gonna gonna, gonna go over to uh, Euro News and um, let's see we're gonna tap into them and just see what they have popping real quick. Alrighty. Let's tap into Euro News. There you go. Thank you. 
demonstrators came to our city this morning to exercise their First Amendment rights and were largely concentrated in the area of the National Mall. Following the president's remarks, a large crowd began to march eastbound on Madison Avenue Northwest and Constitution Avenue Northwest. As the demonstrators approached the United States Capitol grounds, there was a noticeable change in their demeanor. They breached the fencing along the U.S. Capitol grounds and confronted police lines surrounding the building. MPD was requested by the United States, by the United States Capitol Police to provide assistance with crowd management and due to the violent behavior towards the police officers there and their intent on gaining access to the, to the Capitol, a riot was declared. It was clear that the crowd was intent on causing harm to our officers by deploying chemical irritants on police to force entry into the United States Capitol building. As you are aware, they were able to gain access to the Capitol building, and I conf can confirm that one civilian was reported to have sustained a gunshot wound inside of the Capitol. Details of the shooting are not immediately available and the situation remains under investigation. The Metropolitan Police Department will be taking the lead on that investigation. MPD continues to provide personnel resources and assistance on the grounds of the U.S. Capitol and has requested the assistance of law enforcement partners through a previously in place mutual aid agreement. As you heard from the mayor, a 6 p.m. curfew has been put in place tonight and will be in effect until 6 a.m. tomorrow, January 7th. We are advising everyone, everyone that is not engaged in essential activity to get off the streets and adhere to the curfew. If you are found to be in violation of the curfew, police will be required to take action. Again, I want to reiterate and make it clear, please abide by the curfew that the mayor has set in place or people will be subject to arrest. Lastly, I know that many of you are familiar with the Metropolitan Police Department. Understand that there is no better agency in the country to handle First Amendment events. They happen on a regular basis here in our city. However, today's events were not representation of peaceful protests. Today, what we witnessed was unlawful, riotous behavior. And people that come to our city engaged in unlawful behavior will be held accountable. We can take any questions after, that you may have after the secretary has a chance to speak. Thank you, Mayor Bowser, Chief Conti. Uh, at around three o'clock this afternoon, we mobilized the DC National Guard to 100% strength. We'll have 1,100 personnel that are convening to the armory as we speak to support Metro PD and reestablishing uh, the safety uh, and the confines of the US Capitol. Uh, we'll also be working with other federal law enforcement entities that are going to be coming here to the Metropolitan Police Station to add additional support and capability as they uh, continue deliberate planning and looking at how a clearing operation will be conducted. Thank you. And how does this work? This phone? Okay. Okay. Evan? Yeah, hi, Mayor and Chief Conti. Uh, could you please speak to the confusion surrounding the deployment of the National Guard. We understand that the council put out a statement saying that originally the Department of Defense refused to allow the D.C. Guard to reinforce Capitol Police officers at the Capitol. Can you clarify what happened there? I'm not sure what statement you're referring to, Evan, but, but let me be clear. Uh, I requested um, guard assistance, I guess, uh, two or three days ago in um, 
in supporting the DC government's operations, the Metropolitan Police Department traffic box, um, and that request uh, was approved by the Secretary of the Army. Uh, additionally, as I understand, and I'll turn to the Secretary to speak to this directly, uh, the United States Capitol Police Department uh, requested additional guard support uh, today. So let me go to the, to the Secretary. Hi, this is Ryan McCarthy. Uh, when we were working through the additional requests, there was, uh, oh, sorry, confused by that. The, uh, there was additional requests that came forward from the Capitol Police. And for us to truly understand the specifics behind their requests and how we would support the operations, a lot of questions were asked, a little bit of confusion. But uh, as we worked through it, uh, we ultimately made the determination about a half hour later to mobilize the entire DC National Guard. So uh, this has been incredibly fluid. But uh, I, I have to go through the Secretary of Defense to ultimately get the final approval to mobilize uh, personnel as well as to conduct operations uh, in, in cooperation and coordination with uh, local authorities. Uh, Allie, WAMU. Allie, WAMU. That can't apply to federal property, correct? Um, the, the curfew applies uh, across the city. And we will, if, if your question is, are people who are on the Capitol ground subject to the curfew, um, they're going to be subject to, to following the lawful orders of a police on the grounds. Uh, and they will be ordered to evacuate the Capitol grounds. Next question. By, By the police. Nick from the AP. Nick. Hi, Mayor. Maybe uh, you or Chief Conti could address this, but um, is MPD planning to enter the Capitol itself? Obviously, we see the FBI in there at this point. Um, and can someone give us an update on whether any MPD officers uh, have been injured? Um, we, we won't discuss the specifics of the deployment, uh, but I will say that the, the MPD and all of the law enforcement partners who will be active uh, will clear the Capitol uh, and establish a perimeter in, a, in order to do that. And what was your second question? Chief? Yeah, we have, uh, we, we have reports about there, that there are several uh, MPD officers that are, that are injured. Uh, but these officers are being uh, uh, tended to and still engaged in the fight uh, to regain control of the Capitol. Although they are injured, uh, they are still working. They're working very hard to regain control of the Capitol. Bennett? 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 Hi, can you hear me now? I can. Uh, what was MPD's role originally supposed to be inside the U.S. Capitol, and at what point did I offer additional uh, assistance? And then for the woman who was shot inside the Capitol, was it a Capitol police officer who shot her, and is she still alive? Uh, let me, your, can you repeat the first part of your question, Fennett? Right. What was MPD's role originally supposed to be in uh, policing the uh, situation at the Capitol? Because the common question we've been getting is why didn't we see more GC police uh, around there? Okay, sure. Let me have the chief respond. Sure. Uh, 
MPD's role, uh, we did not have a role uh, specifically inside uh, of the Capitol. Uh, the Capitol Police uh, has a police department that they, and they were responsible for the deployment of resources around uh, the Capitol. Uh, we were responsible for uh, all things uh, in Washington, D.C. to include our communities and areas uh, outside of here. We have been assisting United States Park Police as well as United States Capitol Police. And our role inside uh, was, was uh, escalated once the request was made by U.S. Capitol Police for MPD to enter onto Park Police territory to assist uh, them with helping to get Was that request made? Uh, several uh, several hours ago, and that, it was at the point where protesters uh, began to breach the the part the line. Is the woman who was shot at the uh, at the Capitol was she shot by law enforcement, and is she still alive? And as the as the chief said, that uh, incident is uh, under investigation, and we don't have anything else to uh, provide at this time. Sam Ford. Sam. Yes, Mayor. Um, question for the chief. You talked about riotous. He talked about riotous behavior. Was that limited to the Capitol, or are there other areas where he's uh, talking about this? And then uh, the suburban uh, departments. Are they exactly what role are they going to play in this? So the riotous behavior. The only riotous behavior that we have encountered is at the Capitol. Uh, inside of the Capitol. Obviously, the, the, when the demonstrators uh, turned rioters, uh, entered the Capitol, crossed the police line, they've assaulted a number of police officers uh, with, with all kinds of uh, uh, projectiles, et cetera. Um, that's when the, uh, when, when the Metropolitan Police Department uh, later on was called to assist. With respect to the outside jurisdictions, uh, the outside jurisdiction role, uh, they will be under my command, under my authority, and they will be deployed uh, to assist us with the clearing operation that, that we're going on right now. Is there any problem? Well, Sam, uh, we have a curfew at 6 p.m. We expect everybody to follow it. Um, if you are in Metro, um, if you're available, a lot of people go to Metro, and the Metro will close at 8 p.m. So they should be making their way to um, leave right now. Were from Maryland, but the majority of the rest were from people outside of the, of the District of Columbia. 
A number of firearms have been recovered by the Metropolitan Police Department's gun recovery unit uh, to include uh, long guns uh, have been recovered as well as handguns. Uh, final to Martin, WAMU. Okay, last question, Martin, WAMU. Hey, Mayor, thanks for taking the, the question. I got two quick ones. How would the situation with your request for additional National Guard assistance have changed if you had actual authority over the Guard? Because as we know, you have to put the request in through the federal government. It's not like you request it directly. And then last question for Chief Conti. When you guys are going to go through the Capitol clearing and you find protesters, is the idea that you arrest them and charge them with something? Or are you just going to take them outside and let them on their way? What's the plan for actually finding people in the Capitol? Again, Martin, um, I don't think that we're prepared to talk about specifics about deployment and strategy uh, at this stage. What we just need to make sure that everybody knows is that they need to clear the Capitol grounds. They need to remove themselves back to wherever they're staying or back to their home states uh, and let the police uh, do their jobs. Uh, on the question of uh, the control of the National Guard, I, I think you uh, know very well that every governor in America uh, has control of its guard uh, in the district uh, is, is different in that we make a request to the Secretary of the Army. Over the many months, uh, the Secretary and the Army and I know uh, how to uh, communicate so that we can have that request approved uh, just as soon as possible. Thank you, everybody. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go ahead and tap into, I think this is WUSA. Hold on here. Let's see. All right. Yeah, we're going to tap into WUSA right quick here. If they're still live, I believe they are. So, um, yeah, let's tap into them real quick, man. Let's see what's going on. There we go.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, you are checking out, you are watching What's the 411? And we're tapping into WUSA 9 live feed of breaking news where Trump supporters slash protesters who are upset with a Biden win or with the voting process have broken into the Capitol building earlier, maybe a couple of hours earlier, and then they try to get into another part of the building they were able to get in one part of the building and then they were uh, apparently caught and moved out at some point i think there is some video you have to watch the video back in the replay and you will see where uh there was someone with a gun um police personnel had some people on the ground and then they were ushering the people who are supposed to be in the building out of the building um, there was some mention of somebody, some lady getting shot in the neck. Um, can't confirm that. And no one has really said for sure. There was a guy who supposedly took footage of that incident happening and gave it to a news lady. And I don't know when when or if they're going to show that. But um, we're glad that we documented everything here. So in case later on, should something change or they change the information, you know how things go with the editing or they want to change a narrative and and present something else for people we definitely have it documented so you can always play it back and look at it yourself all right we're going to keep it on we're going to keep it live and keep it tuned in for a little while longer before we get up out of here just to see if anything changes or if it remains the same so again you are watching what's the 411 
and we're gonna uh, stay live. All right, we're gonna keep it live for you, ladies and gents. Okay, what's the four one one? Welcome everybody to what's the four one one. This is the show that keeps you updated on today's and tomorrow's current events. So let's check out what's going on right now. Yes, indeed. This is What's the 411. And we're back live tapping into WUSA 9 live footage. And we're going to see uh, what's going on. Let's see if we can change. Let me see if something else is going on here. We're going to change uh, views real quick. And uh, I think this is uh, Euro News. So we're going to tap into them real quick. So let's tap into Euro News. All right. Let's tap into them real quick here. All righty. There we go. Euro News. And let's see what's going on from their angle real quick. They're shooting us. They're killing us. Three people are dead. The cops have killed three. You know? You're hearing those explosions, right? Gunfire. They're killing us. Yeah, well. The Democrat Party has declared war against Americans. Yeah, but what about... Blood has been shed now. What about Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, and a whole host of other black folks getting gunned down as well, so... There we go. Now, when it comes to the Trump supporters, all of a sudden the Democrats are killing them and shooting them down. <laughs> but again, like I said, there's a whole host of black folks that got shot down, gunned down ran over if you guys are not aware of there was a video um where a police officer was on camera bragging about him running over people and then the other officer had to turn his back and let him know like he didn't want to hear it because you know dude was on camera so there you have it
the things that I'm hearing from sources in the government is well something that we heard um, starting. extraordinary numbers, which of course Trump did himself, um, to create a situation at this moment uh, in which you've got uh, this, this group of insurrectionists uh, who have taken over the Capitol that are really moving at the direction of Donald Trump. Uh, he also has activated the police and has activated the National Guard. Uh, so you've got left hand and right hand working in a kind of unison that terrifies uh, many of the folks, Republicans, many of the folks who are senior officials in the government. And that's why we're in a very dynamic situation. Well, it's, it is, at the very least, it's a mixed message. And as you say, it's a dangerous uh, uh, a dangerous message because you're right. On the one hand, the president's saying go home, but he is sticking by his argument that the election was stolen, which is, of course, what is fueling the the anger and the actions taken by this uh, by these protesters. Ron, so how organized is all of this? Is my question. I mean, how, I know we still don't know the identity of every single one of the individuals who came to Washington today to protest uh, the election result, but how much organization is there? You know, I don't think there's a lot of organization as we generally think about organization. You know, this is a mob that kind of takes direction and can improvise as they see fit. You kind of don't need a battle plan handed to them, not in this age. And, and I think that what you're seeing here is a kind of signaling that we see a lot in the digital era in which the president is signaling to his community, as he did in that speech this morning, which was just harrowing to listen to, because he did fire them up and he pointed them toward the Capitol. It was quite clear, you're ready, go that way and do what need be done. If you listen to that long speech, that is essentially the message he gave to them. And then he sat and watched from the Oval Office as the havoc unfolded. And watch for quite a while. Um. It, it seems to me, I mean, just again, looking at this from my perspective, watching this unfold today, that there was an effort initially of, to exercise restraint on the part of the Capitol uh, law enforcement, the Capitol Police and others. They were hoping that things wouldn't get out of hand. They were holding back. They didn't want to use force. They didn't want to... Um, tear gas or use other other methods they held back but then that turned out to be the opening that led to what we saw where they broke into the capitol someone was at least one person was shot people sent to the hospital so on it remains to be seen just how much 
all this unfolded. But now we have the situation where uh, a number of these protesters are telling uh, people who talk to them that they are going to stay there overnight. We had Yamish Alcinder reporting a little while ago. That's the whole purpose of being there, to keep this this uh, electoral vote counting process from going forward. So if the police, if the uh, National Guard or police, whoever goes into the Capitol, they're going to meet with resistance on the part of these people. We we think, we don't know. Um, but uh, but but back to the president and his role in all of this. It's it's uh, something we are trying to understand, and uh, it's it, it it's certainly raising a question of uh, just what a dangerous moment this is. You know, Judy. One thing I want to point out. You, I think you say something that's quite pertinent. That the Capitol Police were were kind of surprised. It's a, it's hard to imagine this. You know, there's been threat assessments going on inside of the government by senior officials who are fearful in various agencies for months as to what could happen if Donald Trump lost the election. Uh, it's one thing uh, to engage in that process. It's another thing to be facing it. And I think what you saw is the surprise of law enforcement, police around the Capitol, when they saw a mob coming quite ardent about uh, what they decided to do. And I think as well, now's a moment where we're all trying to get in the head of the key actor here, which is Trump. Trump, Trump created the situation. Trump also controls the key powers of government that will affect what happens in the next uh, few days. Uh, both things are within his control and purview. Uh, that's, I think, why you have some people, Republicans and Democrats, calling for the 25th Amendment, saying, look, um, you can't have all that power in one man. Uh, what Peter Baker wrote in the New York Times uh, about the president leading an insurgency, insurging in the White House, is the thinking that many senior officials have had for actually quite some time. So now we're in a dynamic situation where people are trying to figure out what Donald Trump's intentions are and what he will do next. Uh, in some ways, one of the things that people have been watching for is in fact uh, uh, alerting and bringing in the National Guard and the military uh, to create a kind of state of emergency situation, uh, which again gives the president extraordinary powers, um, and um, and that's happening now. So um, it doesn't surprise me that uh, the folks in the white in the Capitol are staying. Um, they realize they have power. Um, and that they are really backed up significantly by the president of the United States himself. That changes the dynamic of anything we've ever seen, I think, in this country, um, where you have a group like that who feel they have the support of the president. That's the new terrain we are standing on now, and it is terrifying. Sobering, uh, at the very least, and this discussion of the 25th Amendment, again, uh, sobering. Ron Suskind, thank you very much. Um, so much to report on, and just quickly, I'm going to take a step away for just a few minutes to turn it over to my colleague, uh, William Brangham, uh, to carry on. I just want to report, William, as I turn this over to you, I'm seeing William Barr, who up until a few days ago was the Attorney General of the United States, calling today's events at the Capitol outrageous and despicable. Um, so these are, again, these are people supportive, who've been supportive of the president until very recently, who are astonished and worse at, at, at what has happened. William. 
thank you so much, Judy, and thank you for all of this incredible reporting and, and anchoring you have been doing all day. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is What's the 411. Um, we're about eight minutes into three hours, and um, we're going to continue staying here for them eight minutes just to see if anything different transpires. It's my understanding there was talk earlier about a curfew, but those supporters slash protesters were said to have mentioned that, you know, they're not they're not feeling that. Or as we used to say back in the days, we're not sweating that. And so they're going to stay out there past the curfew. So uh, we're going to we're going to stay here for about seven more minutes and um, see if anything changes. And then if not, we're going to get out of here. But uh, let's keep on. Uh, let's look in and take a look at what's going on. We'll be switching back and forth between uh, tapping into to WUSA as well as Euro News. All right. So uh, keep watching with us.
Washington is a sort of security bubble. I've been in the Capitol so many times. And when you enter that rotunda, you feel like the security guards are not going to let anyone in there that doesn't need to be there. And instead, what we saw was a complete breach of that. And I should say there were there were moments where we heard sirens, where we heard protesters outside the White House, but they didn't breach here. And some of that is because they're sympathetic to this White House. They like this White House. They're supporting this White House. Um, as a result, we didn't see the same force that we saw at the Capitol. Uh, Yamiche Alcindor at the White House for us today, and as you have been all day today, thank you so much for your reporting. We'll check back with you later, Thanks. for sure. Uh, I am joined now by the District Attorney, the Attorney General for the District of Columbia, uh, Carl Racine. He's on the telephone talking with us today. Uh, Mr. Racine, are you there? I'm here, William. Thank you very much. Very good to have you on the news hour. Thank you for talking with us. Um, I wonder if I could just initially get your reaction to what has unfolded here today. Well, uh, it's President of the United States. And so this is an unprecedented uh, event. Um, let me talk about the predictability for a moment. We know that these hate groups and militia groups, I'm talking about not the peaceful protesters, but the people who broke police lines and, uh, you know, assaulted the Capitol and left senators and Congress uh, women and men huddled down onto the ground with their gas masks out and ushered onto underground trains for the same reference sought by the Vice President of the United States. So this is a tragic day that was predictable because the social media made it clear as to what was going to occur. And I have to tell you, Yamiche is exactly right. And you too, William, when you bring into contrast the Black Lives Matter protest. You'll remember there are pictures, and I would urge you uh, and your fantastic program to show the images. What you'll see in the images of the defense of the Capitol during the Black Lives Matter protest are wardens and other officials from the Bureau of Prisons, law enforcement heavily uh, armed and in uniform bulletproof vest and mask from the uh, Homeland Security, National Guard from overwhelmingly states that are run, unfortunately, you know, a state run by Republican governor, protecting the Capitol for no reason where there was a peaceful protest. And what you saw today, sadly, and I certainly don't mean to demean Capitol policemen individually, but you saw Capitol policemen running away from individuals who were breaking into the Capitol and defacing the offices of our most respected elected officials. Again, I'm going to cite Yamiche. She and I were, are Haitian Americans. We love our country of Haiti. It's been beset, unfortunately, by political corruption and instability. So 
sometimes with the cooperation of the United States of America. A coup d'etat in Haiti is not something, sadly, that is unusual. What you had today was a attempted coup d'etat that may still be in process because the president claims falsely that he won an election that every court has rejected, including a conservative Supreme Court. And so now is the time for all responsible Americans. And thank God for the former defense secretaries and the business leaders to finally come out and make clear that our democracy relies on a peaceful transition of power. Every side feels the loss, but we get on with it. We regroup and then we fight a political battle in the next four years. It's time for Donald Trump and his supporters to leave Washington, D.C. peacefully. It's too late for them to leave humbly or with any decency, but please leave in a manner that is not violent. Do you, you're describing the, the words of the president and many of his supporters as, as, the, as the legal equivalent of incitement to violence. And we certainly saw Rudy Giuliani this morning standing on amongst those protesters calling for trial by combat. We heard the president and we've heard his language all along about theft and robbery and enemy of the people and the need to rise up and to come to Washington. Do you... Do you really lay this fully at the feet of the president? Do you really believe that this is this is a monster of his making? Candidly, uh, I do think he bears great responsibility uh, because he's gone where literally no president has ever gone before. And history will certainly reflect this. I also believe that we have seen the fragility of our democracy. And the fragility of our democracy is not in our constitution, nor in our laws, nor in our norms. It's in the human beings who are entrusted to defend those. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. We're back. You're watching some live footage right now. All right. I guess they had to change cameras on them telling what's going on there. This is West of 411. And as you guys know, there was breaking news of Trump supporters slash protesters who didn't care for the vote. That, uh, you know, they decided they want to invade the Capitol building. All right. So you guys seen um, we're into like uh, three hours in and it doesn't like doesn't look like too much is going on. Um, looks like they got the area slowly clearing out. For what I'm watching on several different. Uh, news sources, looks like things are clearing out. And so. We're going to go ahead and get out of here, man. If things change, if something comes up later, we'll uh, come back on. But if not, you know, this is going to be it for the breaking news today. Um, again, those Trump supporters, I think uh, Trump speaking in his little coded words earlier in his speech and was given the given the nod for this to happen. 
according to news sources, allegedly. <laughs> but they can always play the video back in uh, in the audio to show what he said or what he didn't say. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah. So there we go. All I'm saying is I'm. This is being documented because we know that when other incidents occur with other groups of people, you know, things kind of look different and we don't want them to try to later on change anything and say certain things didn't happen. And so we're documenting what's going on live in real time. Just in case you guys decide you want to, uh, if somebody says something different, you can always come to us here at Norwood Media Vision and uh, pull up the video here on what's the 411. All right. And you can share it with others. All right. So I appreciate y'all for coming in, man. This is what's the 411. And we're going to go on and get out of here. All right. If things change, we'll be back. This is what's the 411. And I'm out. Peace.